Welcome everyone to episode nine of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here once again with just <laughs> Owen. Another just me. Another Doug Free episode me. this week. Uh, so we'll keep it pretty short. But we're going to be talking about the new MCU movie, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. So share the episode, like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And we can get right into the Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania right discussion. Yeah, um, I'm sure everybody listening is at least like mostly familiar with the MCU or, or like at the very least a little bit familiar with the MCU. Um, but if you're an MCU fan and you haven't seen the movie yet for some reason, uh, don't listen because we're going to... Shout out all the about... MCU fans in the comments. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of spoilers. <laughs> um, but we can we can start with our ratings. I believe you gave us the lowest rating possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave us a, a good old half star on the old yeah. letterbox. I I gave it one and a half. I was a little more generous, although I will say that's <laughs> I think that's like bottom ten MCU movies for me. It's definitely it might be bottom five even. I don't know. I gave it a really yeah. low rating compared to the other ones, but they're all kind of. They're not separated by much for me. Like the oh, yeah, mine, uh, mine aren't separated by that much. Most of mine range uh, around this half star, one star area. <laughs> yeah, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's like, that's like uh, too so low yeah. for me. I have some on the upper end. I think I think for me, a good Marvel movie is is the three to four star range because the highest one I have is four stars. Um, but this is one and a half. So yeah, pretty pretty low for both of us. Um, I guess we could start with. Though. Yeah, like, I guess I we could of, start. With, I mean things that we like right because <laughs> there's probably probably a much shorter list for things that we i like. don't I, I don't even know if there is like a redeeming <laughs> quality for me in this movie i really don't believe in this style of filmmaking and i feel like it's kind of a disrespectful slap in the face from this large company to put out this quality of film and know and expect it to make millions and millions of dollars and it'd be successful and it's it feels like a rushed incomplete product yeah. um, and it's I, kind of gross yeah i'm definitely mostly there with you i think the only thing that's really pulling it together for me the big thing on my likes list um and and of course it's because i'm biased uh but it's jonathan majors yeah. of course um i'm i'm a jonathan majors super fan i've been i've been on the jonathan majors train since day one and now he's blowing up and i'm very happy about that um yeah he's and i said this in my in my like little video review that i did but i, I think the movie like made me struggle to to realize if jonathan majors is actually good in it or if i just really like jonathan yeah. majors because there's so many like i like obviously his performance is good but it's not like they're giving him a lot to well to no work. it's he's not really there to do much he just kind of shows up and says like random dialogue and like just kind of walks back and forth across the room it's yeah. i like jonathan majors a lot it's just i don't think what he was given there's not a like he could have the best performance with what he was given and the movie would not change there's just yeah. it's so structurally broken and like that it's at the yeah. core of it is so flawed that jonathan majors could be the greatest actor ever and it's just not gonna work yeah um, i so, and yeah, i mean i mean get your bag jonathan i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay. he's all right he's if 
if Marvel's paying him all this money, um, you know, show up, <laughs> just read the lines. Yeah. Like he did, I don't know, he did good. Like it's like his. Yeah, his, I mean, I don't, what I remember of it, definitely, it wasn't a bad performance. Yeah, like if there's, I don't know, it has, it's, it has its moment. Like I think there's one scene, which I don't even know, I don't know if you were awake for this scene or not. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but there's one scene where they're like in, I guess like a, we'll call it a jail because that's pretty much what it is just like a just and then it's like um paul rudd's on one side and like his daughter's on the other yeah, side yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and he's like talking to both of them and i think like in that one scene and like every, everything he says and just kind of like how menacing he is i'm like oh this is cool like he's like actually kind of a cool villain here for a second yeah. like it's it's hard to take him too seriously as a villain because of like how the movie ends kind of for me at least yeah. um but that part well, was you do like, want him to win because the rest of the characters are so insufferable. Yeah, you want to see everyone die. Yeah, that um, I will say I, I want to talk about the insufferable characters because I actually have some some things You're to say about that. Insufferable characters. My, yeah, my only my only one other small like that I want to shout out before we go into just pretty much ripping apart this movie is there's one tiny cameo that a lot of people probably won't even recognize because I don't think it's technically a Marvel cameo. It, it's a much smaller yeah. person than you'd expect to be in a Marvel movie. But there's a scene where uh, Ant-Man like sees a couple and talks to them. And one of the people in the couple is Ryan Bergara, who is one of the creators of BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> and I'm a huge BuzzFeed Unsolved fan. And I had no idea that he was going to be in this movie. And I was just like watching the movie. And, and it like it turns to the couple. And I see him like smiling there. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> like, it was like so. It was so surprising to me to just like see his face. I, I, I don't know. I just thought I was watching a completely different movie for a second. I was like, why is the BuzzFeed Unsolved guy here? But um, but that was yeah. Cool. Well, it does. Um, I, I mean, the, this Ant Man movie kind of does feel like a lot of different movies at times. Um, it feels like they're just like, uh, Peyton Reed has seen like three movies, and he is just making them into this ant-man movie and it also feels like with the the whole modok in the kang situation it very much feels like they had an ant-man 3 script and it was like yeah. a little like small ant-man movie with modok returning as the villain um and then they were like oh wait we have to uh, move this greater story along let's add kang let's do this let's do this and it, it's just kind of a mess um with yeah. that um but yeah no i agree because there's like um uh, like this is this is kind of what I was saying about how I want to talk about like specific characters. I think there's uh, just like a number of moments that. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not gonna act like I'm like a Marvel fan on the level of like MCU fans, but I do think at least like the first two Ant Man movies are towards the higher end of my list because I think that Paul Rudd is like one of the people that I want to see as a superhero like he's like charismatic and he's like kind of the guy you want to root for kind of thing and i do think that they're like charming in a way because of that and and i just think that this movie specifically um and i, I don't know how much of it has to do with this or how much of it is just other parts of the movie being distracting but there's like so little emotion and I like wanted oh, yeah. to care about him and his daughter because it's like, I, I do care about him in the first two movies. And like the fact that that just completely went away in this movie was like, 
pretty much my my biggest disappointment with the movie because there's like there's like all the basic stuff that we could get into that everybody's upset about but it's like i want to like actually root for one of the only superheroes in the mcu that i like kind of like and and i couldn't even do that in this movie and that's like a real letdown yeah, for there's me. no i mean there's no real i wouldn't say there's a story yeah. Or like there's no meat on any of the bones like with any of the characters they just yeah. kind of go to a place and then go to this place and then they fight and then that like there's just like no <laughs> there's nothing there yeah. and i feel like the ant-man I, I will give the first ant-man credit there is like this there's an emotional thing going on with the family and he's he's yeah. getting out of jail and there's there's like actual meat on the bones there at least like compared to like a lot of the other marvel stuff i think ant-man does a better job at telling a story and i watched i was watching fantastic four i think it was rise mm-hmm. of the silver surfer last night um and i was just thinking about how how like these superheroes have i think like the early 2000s superheroes do such a great job of telling stories about superheroes that yeah. are, just feel like real people and a lot yeah. of the stuff is just like real it's a, it just feels it's not grounded in it's like dark and gritty but it's grounded in like these are still people yeah. i think a lot of times marvel gets the new stuff gets so caught up in being so grand in like space and all these things and like this whatever quantum realm stuff make forget yeah. to write people yeah like no, it's that's, just like they become major. they become characters and plot points and they just kind of go from place a to b instead of like yeah. being people yeah they i don't know that's and that's like one of those things that like because that's why i always call back to like earlier superhero movies and i even i think i i mentioned this when we did the m night episode but like that was one of those things that i liked about glass was that it like was grounded in like a way that reminded me of like the early Spider-Man yeah. movies. And, and yeah, like when you, when you think of like, it sucks because it's, it's also like, to me at least like such an MCU specific entity. Like it's not even a <laughs> Marvel thing. It's yeah. like literally just within the structure of the MCU because like you, like when I watch Logan, I'm like, this is one of the most human things I've ever watched. Like Logan to me is yeah. like, so well, it's fascinating how the Fox universe got trashed and basically had to sell their property. And yeah. the MCU was like, Spike, this is the greatest thing ever. When the Fox <laughs> movies are like way more movies than the MCU yeah. stuff. Like, I don't really know what people's issue with, because I think some of the X-Men movies are really fun. And I think the biggest thing with the older Marvel stuff and the newer Marvel stuff, like the the non-MCU stuff, is they were director-driven. They were not, and they were director-driven, and they were like story-based, character-based, like real movies. There were real stories that were superhero, ended up being superhero stories, not superhero yeah. stories that were end up trying to be stories. Like they yeah. were, they were, they were real, like thematic, like stories first, not superhero yeah. quantum realm first. Like it was, yeah. it was the, it's kind of different. In a lot of, yeah, like in a lot of ways, like what the MCU does and continues to do, like the further we, which this is another crazy thing, but it's like the more movies they make, eighty like, the more, more years. <laughs> yeah, like the more, the more they make movies, the more they like 
go further down the line of like doing all of these things that make them feel less like they're even movies where it's like, yeah. and I think I've, I've, I've seen people say this about Emmett and the Wasp Quantumania specifically. And like, it's not a crazy thing to say is like, like we're getting to the point where like these movies are episode like long episodes of a TV show. Um, and it's because almost, it's like, I, it, I don't think, I think they treat it like that. And I don't think they see it as a bad thing because all they do is now they hire TV writers. Yeah. They just hire TV writers and be like, write this like a television show because this is episode one. And they, yeah. they, they're, they're, so, they're so big scale. They're so big scale that they, they kind of miss the point. It's yeah. like they're, they're thinking so big. They're like, we're going to have 80 years more of films. We're gonna have, we have this 10-year plan, but then they're not focusing on because you, like back in the old days, they were like, oh, we're going to make one movie. We're going to make a Fantastic Four movie. We're going to make a Spider-Man movie. We're going to make one movie. That's all that matters. If anything, nothing else happens, we're going to make this one good movie. Yeah. And then that movie's good. But if you're focusing on 10 years of movies and you're pumping out four a year or whatever, two TV shows, obviously yeah. the quality is not going to be because you're not focusing on something. You know, yeah. You're, like, you're focusing on all this. Like It's like... It, it reminds me too of like the the take I made about um about Marvel in general. Like when I was kind of like when I made a video that was like very anti-Marvel <laughs> and I said that it like I said that it like wasn't impressive that that they built this connected universe, people are like people were like, no, like you have to admit it is impressive that like all these stories connect over 10 years. And I'm like now when you see something like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and it's like very clear that this movie is like exists to set up yeah. the next movie and then really? and it feels like a TV show it's like bro why yeah. are you guys so impressed by by people creating long form television like have you watched television <laughs> yeah, before like, you know what I mean like it's like you're it's, you're impressed that they did this but but TV shows yeah. have been doing this for decades like the connected the connectivity there, there's so much connectivity and there's so much pushed on connectivity that it ruins the product because we could totally have three Ant-Man movie Ant-Man movies and he never like he never talks about the Avengers or he he's just doing his thing with his kids and then he could show up in an Avengers movie and yeah. he could the Avengers movie could be totally separate I think if in order to be successful in this kind of connected universe thing they would really just have to make one-off movies and then like this team-up movie then that's like a big connective type but you don't have to have their solo movies yeah. have this big because the ant-man solo movie is now just a a, a, tr a teaser trailer for the next avenger movie it's not an ant-man yeah. it's, it's not even an ant-man solo movie anymore it's 90 yeah. percent a teaser trailer for the next team-up movie um yeah. and it's i don't know it's it's really disheartening because of especially because they're so scared they're so scared of of failure and disconnectivity that everything is so structured and kind of a template like nothing is yeah. there's no creativity going on because if you have creativity and you have unique kind of visions then the it's less connective because it less it doesn't feel the same which is yeah obviously and the structure true. the structure technically doesn't like always work like people are so concerned about like 
if they may, like you're saying, like what you, what you're saying to me, like sounds like it could be an effective formula where it's like, make these like worry about the individual movies. And then you could worry about bringing them together in the Avengers movies. Yeah. And then like Marvel fans, uh, I assume yeah. I, and again, like, obviously like, yeah, I, don't I don't read the comics. I don't, I don't read, yeah. I don't read the comics or whatever. Like, I don't know this stuff in great detail, but it's like, yep. if people would be concerned about, you know, like if they did it that way, they'd be concerned about plot holes and whatever. And I'm like, it's not like, these movies, the way they're structured currently, are free of these wow, things. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's not like it's not like they've built some like like ten years worth of movies that people can't nitpick. You know what I mean? Like, these aren't yeah. these like perfectly like perfectly interweaving <laughs> stories that people are like yeah. making them out to be. So I just don't. I don't know. I, I and and again, it's like I don't I don't particularly think that like most of the DC movies I've seen are like great. But at least when you yeah. watch something like the Batman, it's like this is its own thing. Like and and it's good. It's a it's a great movie as its own thing. Like I think DC is fascinating because I I think while DC is not always hired the greatest people, I think they do a good job at letting their directors and letting their creative people do their job like yeah. i don't know i'm a big fan of uh snyder's run i think it's really interesting i know a lot of people don't like his stuff uh a lot of like comic book people don't like his stuff because it isn't like true to the character i think he does a gr- really interesting stuff where he is taking these kind of historic historic is an interesting word but like these characters <laughs> that everyone knows and they're kind of icons in their own way and telling his, whatever story he wants to tell through that like kind of character which i think is yeah. interesting it kind of treats them like a a bond or a, a sherlock or like a, a character that's been around forever it, i think his stuff is really interesting um and I, yeah. I even though i'm not like a big fan of james gunn i think the fact that he is making james gunn movies and he is making yeah. like his kind of movie is more interesting than like a peyton reed puppet robot movie that is just kevin feige telling him what to do yeah absolutely i mean even yeah i was thinking like even when i brought up the batman i'm like when you think about like what the discourse was like leading up to it you know what i mean like coming out it was like a lot of people talking about like matt reeves and like matt reeves's vision and stuff and like you have never heard that kind of dialogue around an mcu movie coming out like you've never heard somebody talking about ant-man and the wasp quantumania and they're like i'm so excited to see peyton reed's vision you know (laughs) yeah see how peyton reed is i think yeah i think marvel has a great effect well, Marvel's so big that it has this great effect on the public view of movies because it's just like the biggest thing when people think of movies. Like when people talk about, I was in a I'm in a class right now and they were, were talking about someone. They were talking about like movies and whatever, and they just he, the teacher's like older or whatever. He just calls them Marvel movie. Like he just called movies like Marvel movies. Like Mar- Marvel yeah. is like the face of movies right now. And I think the fact that Marvel treats their directors so negatively just has a negative effect on pe- the how people view directors because i think like back in like the 80s and 90s directors kind of were the i want to say the face of cinema like you would go to you'd be like oh that's m night we're gonna go see the m night movie we're gonna see the blood of blood movie and it's a lot of times just now just we're gonna go see the marvel movie yeah and it's like it's, it's like it's disheartening a, for the it's studio a face, the it's difference. a faceless yeah. it's a faceless kind of movie it's just marvel studios presents it is never yeah. it's never gonna be Peyton Reed presents Peyton Reed's Ant-Man or something. It's, it's yeah. It is it's so, funny. <laughs> it's like it's like uh what are those called? The like it's like the the line with the 
the boxes, the um. Um, that's very vague description. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Like a graph? <laughs> no, no, no. When it's like, it's like, it's like all, everything's like this. It's like when you make the, you, you have a product and it's okay. on the line and then it's like the same product. Oh, oh, um, uh, like you know what I'm talking about. Not, not a production belt, but like, um, there's a, there's a different word for yeah, it. Yeah. Something, something belt. Assembly, assembly. Oh, assembly, assembly line. line. Yeah, yeah assembly line movies. They're 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 all just packaged and shipped out by like a robot. Yeah. Um yeah, and it's just I don't know, it's anti-art to me, and I'm not a fan. And I, I know a lot of people yeah. online are big fans of them, but I I I've, I've recently because it's been a lot of talk about Ant-Man, I've been kind of making videos about I I have a video that I'm gonna I have uh will be out by the time this podcast is out. But I, I kind of like these are superhero movies I actually do like because it's kind of been like yeah. superhero movies suck 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 suck. But it's actually yeah. like no, there's superhero movies that came out before Marvel and after Marvel that are actually or like during Marvel that are actually yeah. pretty good because they're real like director creative artist driven movies and I think they're fun yeah. and they're cool and people should check them out. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny that you mention um, like how people think that Marvel movies are like all movies because we're gonna get into this after we're done talking about this. But we're gonna we're gonna re react to some tweets, but like one of the tweets that I um, <laughs> or one of the takes that I found online is just like yeah. the epitome of people um, associating Marvel movies with all movies. But we'll get to that. Um, some yeah. other things that i disliked um and this is definitely going along with the fact that it's such a big studio movie is like um and i know we talked about this a little bit but it's just so commercialized like it's so disgusting to see like like i don't mind because it's like i don't know i'm trying to think of other examples, oh like the baskin robbins stuff yeah like, i don't like mind the... product placement in movies if it's like no, it's you know like if it doesn't like completely distract you or even if it's kind of funny like even like the i'm not saying they're good movies but even the product placement and like the jurassic world movies that came out recently i was like this is kind of silly like when they just like put something <laughs> in it um like yeah. they put like a fucking jeep jeep wrangler in yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's okay, the thing whatever. it's like i think with product placement it's a thing where it's like if the rest of the movie is good who cares yeah you know yeah but if everything sucks and then baskin robbins is in your face it's yeah. going to be annoying. <laughs> it's like but it's every just scene like... is like, oh, this is the worst. And then they throw like an ad in your face, basically. It's like yeah. really like, it's like, a lack of subtle. It's a lack of subtlety it's so, because it's, it's so like, yeah, because it's not even like it's not even like they're just putting someone in a Baskin Robbins uniform in the movie. Like there's no yeah, yeah. subtlety because there's a three minute <laughs> scene where you're like, it's pretty much talking to the audience about how yeah. you should buy Baskin Robbins. Like it's like, it's, no, but it's, there's, they know it's so they can get away with it. Like it's, they know no one online, no one of those Marvel creators is going to be like, really Baskin Robbins or have a three minute, like no one's going to yeah. go on there and say that. And they know they can get away with it. So they're like, fuck it money. Like, and they just do it like it's just like yeah it's at that point where all these I, i'm actually i'm happy with some of the bigger creators because of the pushback on a man because it's it's a lot of like online recently i've obviously some people have been like really pro ant man whatever but there has been some big creators have been like this shit is ass <laughs> like this thing this movie is not yeah. good and i think that is really good and i i think people will be pro kind of guardians but i i think we are kind of entering a shift of Marvel decline in the way of like the even one of the when soups is like 
hey guys, it's like you got to trend it like you got to watch it like this to be you know like one of these big yeah. traders are are prefacing how to watch the movie to enjoy it because it is not good. Um, you know there is some kind of decline there. Yeah, um, absolutely, and and it uh, this this also like this little product placement spiel <laughs> kind of ties into like one specific line in the movie that I have like a ton okay. of beef with. <laughs> I think there's um. I think I've seen this done in a number of movies that some people like to spin it as a positive. And for me, I'm like, this is a major negative. And there's, there's a line in the movie where, um, uh, what's his, what's his character's name? Uh, Michael Douglas's character, Hank Pym. Hank yeah, Pym. Hank. Yeah, he has like a line where he's talking about the ants and he's like, hey guys, we should like consider this socialism thing. And and it that joke bothers me so much because so many people are going to like, and, and a lot of people who, I, and again, I don't want to like, whatever, whatever people want to, whatever people want to think about it or take away from it. But like so many people are, are going to see that and be like, oh, like, this is progressive, like, like the MF movie being like pro-socialism. And it's like, no, like this what? is not, because yeah. it's, it's laughing so at bad. the idea you have, this is, this is a, a gigantic movie full of <laughs> placement, full of like complete greed, like a studio film only aimed at making money. And they have like a little fun joke in there about how like socialism is actually good guys. And it's like, no, like people like they're laughing at it. Like they're poking fun at it. And it's like, yeah. I, that really does not sit well with me. Like that, that yeah. line alone, like takes half a star off my rating because I hate yeah. when I see something. Yeah, yeah. The entire the entire storyline with Cassie, where she's like, she's she's like this like like fighter, like, like, abolitionist. Yeah, or, or she's, no, she's like, like, yeah, like homeless. She's like, um, yeah, yeah, like I don't. I would that would be cool for that to be like the opening scene of her her like fighting, like helping people. I've yeah, never like, shown. It's uh, like a character motivation that like would make you like, care about the character, but it it's in like, such an unserious like, movie. It's you know that's the thing is it it just it feels so out of place. It yeah. feels so out of place because it's like it almost feels like something Marvel would have done twenty years ago, but they would have shown it and it would have been serious and it would have been taken seriously, and that character could have been actually really interesting if she was like yeah. a serious character. But the rest of the movie, she's making dick jokes, and that is completely forgotten about. Um, yeah, it's just like yeah, so. I mean, it's not surprising. It is to like, say from studios, but it it's feels like, like it feels like three different movies. It feels like three different movies. Like someone wrote this progressive. Like Cassie is like actually an interesting character, and then they had this other script, and then they just like sw- like use half of both. Like they use parts of both, so it feels like there's like another movie kind of creeping in. But it's yeah. so like it's it's such this big juxtaposition that it just feels wrong. <laughs> like this part yeah. just feels wrong. And not just that, but it's juxtaposed with like, uh, and I think I think someone someone we know made this take. Or I I saw this in someone's review, but like, um, but it's like juxtaposed with the fact that like her like the the level of maturity that she has does not like line up properly because it's like for her to care about these yeah. things but then for her to have bits of dialogue that make her feel like she's still a nine-year-old child it's like you <laughs> well, know yeah, what it's, i mean it's, it's so like, weird it's so bizarre because the entire they, they've recasted this character like three times and yeah. then she's at like she's really, she's old she's like in her 20s now 
but she's acting like she's the kid is still like she's acting like she's a kid still so why not just keep the kid if you're going to make them act like a kid like why cast recast them three times bring on an older actress a high a higher named actress and then just have her act like the kid still um, yeah which is weird. Just like, she she's been here the whole like I, yeah it was weird then yeah. it is true that is uh because she yeah she all her dialogue is like dad dad running around dick jokes <laughs> yeah. and she, she it's like and then she has like, like a, she just then all of a sudden she's like a freedom fighter out there like it's like it's, like, <laughs> it's like these are this yeah, she's like, like, this like, all of a sudden all of a sudden she's leading a revolution yeah it's so unfitting oh, it's and it's just like it's it's just kind of like that it's definitely an example of how bad the characterization is in the movie in general and also like when you mentioned the dick jokes it's like that that was one of the ones specifically that took me out of the movie a lot but there's like a number of them where it's like and and again not uh, i'm by no means like applauding marvel humor in general but at least you, in the past I, I might i might no 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 i'm <laughs> this this might this might that just be you. this might just be fatigue but like at least in the past when i used to go see marvel movies there's a couple jokes that were like like get a giggle out of me you know like i'm like oh that was, that was, was that slapping was his knee in the theater okay nah, <laughs> not that much but like but you know like yeah. it's like sometimes i'd see a joke and i'm like oh that's not a bad joke but like this movie i have a well, straight I, face I feel like honestly a lot of it i do think um is interesting because like a lot of people around our age kind of grew up with these movies and yeah. it's like all it's all like it's one of those things where it's like the more you watch and the more educated you get on film and then just kind of the more like you just grow up in general you just start seeing things differently so I, there definitely is an obvious decline but it doesn't help that the fan base that grew up with these movies are growing up at the same time that these movies are declining so yeah. there's like obviously the kids that the kids that are um kind of growing up now with these like this era of marvel they're probably gonna love this movie but i think a lot of people that grew up with the iron man and like the the that the, the avengers one era of marvel are probably not gonna be as big of fans of this because they're kind of like over the shtick almost a lot of people are probably gonna be over that in that kind of age demographic i think yeah that's true and and also the um the one thing i wanted to mention as well that i think i'm kind of like growing out of but this has been kind of a trend for almost all the marvel movies to be honest but especially now that we keep getting hit with like the the multiverse or like here's another big universe you know like just like yeah, just yeah. these real grand things it's like there's there's nothing exciting or creative about the action or like the spectacle on screen and it and it makes you like so upset because it's not like the and obviously it plays into the fact that like there's not really much creativity going into these movies in general but it's like when you have a budget this major and you think of other successful major blockbusters and how they pull off spectacle it makes you sad to know that that the biggest of those is just lacking spectacle entirely yeah. because i think of like you know what i mean it's like i think of like john wick or like the new mission impossible movies or whatever and it's like they have like they're by no means on the scale of an mcu movie but yeah. the actual like specific like scene by scene action is so interesting mm -hmm. that you don't need it to be 
as big of a scale because there's actually creativity involved. Like the way yeah. John Wick kills people, you're like, oh, this is fun. Like there's like something for me to enjoy. I'm like, when I'm watching these action scenes in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm like, I literally, I'll be so honest, I don't even remember any of them. Like it's been it's been three yeah. days since I watched the movie. Like I don't, I don't remember. The movie what is happened. complete blur. Uh, yeah. I yeah, it's it. Well, it's an issue is because, like at its core, these are like these are like sci-fi action movies, whatever. Um, the the issue is that like because there was a um I forget the director's name, um, but she was going she was like up for directing the Black Widow movie, and mm-hmm. she was like. I have never done action sequences before. I don't think I can do this. And Marvel was like, hey, no, we we actually like we oh, yeah. got people to shoot the like we do the action scenes. You do everything else. And it's it's this point of like every Marvel like movie, the action is the same. So it it is almost like what are we on? Like movie 27 or something of the same 31. action. 31 movie 31 of the same action sequences, basically. And it's like yeah. so the action, not like the action is just like we might as well skip past, skip forward this part because we've seen yeah. it thirty other times. Like it is, yeah. there is just zero creativity in the action, so cut out the action. And then people say, "Oh well, Marvel, you should." Like, there's a lot of people like because people are criticizing the dialogue of um, Ant Man and Wasp. I'm like glowing. The sun is like. <laughs> <laughs> um, people die criticizing the dialogue on Ant Man, but then we're like the people are coming out, like creators are coming out and be like. Guys, we never we, we Marvel is not about dialogue. Don't go into Marvel being like dialogue. Dialogue is not the point of Marvel. So we okay, take on the dialogue, take on the action that we have now. All right, like yeah. what are we okay? So the visuals, the visuals look like shit because they don't pay not their yet. CGI people and they don't know how to light the fucking image. There's no lighting. There's no lighting. Yeah. There's the CGI people. It's are so dark. It's and, so and, dark. And, and, <laughs> the CGI people are um underworked, overpaid. Not overpaid. Underpaid overworked yeah, um, and they rushed rushed and it's lit terribly and there's like no interesting creative composition because these are like random directors they found off craigslist so like there's yeah. just not it works on no level there's just no level that it works successfully on besides putting on people's favorite characters and making like the same jokes over and over again i think um someone mentions this online and it was like these works joke uh these work these jokes geez <laughs> these jokes worked when um like tony stark had his style of jokes thor had his style yeah. of jokes and bruce banner had hit like everyone had their own personalities and yeah, jokes exactly. differently and everyone was in the now same it's a marvel room. joke now but it's, it's every joke. now now everyone is trying to be iron man or something like everyone is trying to be deadpool like everyone is trying to be the same Everyone is telling the same jokes. It's become yeah. the point where Ant Man and like if Iron Man and Ant Man were still on, like here, it would be like they were just saying that like the same dialogue could be said by both characters. It's just like it is the writing is just so like this is how we're just gonna write everyone. Everyone is written the same. Like there's no yeah. characters. It's just ah, it's so I, like ah, I don't even. I hate know. the I hate the conversation as well around expectations like you mentioned like oh you're not supposed to like the dialogue's not supposed to be good and it's like like all these things like or like what to expect even when i talk about the spectacle thing you know what i mean where it's like i'm talking about spectacle and then people's reply is going to be like oh well not every movie is going to be endgame and it's like that's not what i'm asking for because like when you think of my favorite action movies like my favorite action movies first of all a number of them were made 20 years ago when the spectacle doesn't even 
compare at all to, to what's happening in Marvel movies. It's like, that's not, I don't need everything to be some gigantic like battle because they're, they're boring. They all like yeah. come together. Well, it's like those fun. gigantic battles look like dog shit. And I think it's hilarious that people are yeah. like, not everything's going to be Endgame and Infinity War because those two movies fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I actually like Endgame, but that's a different okay, conversation. Sure. But it's, I think it's funny. I think it's funny that people are like, they're like, not everything is going to be this movie. They're, not, they're put Endgame in this point. We're like, not everything is going to be Endgame. But it's like, I don't want Endgame. I want fucking Spider-Man 2 or like, I'm yeah. like I don't know, like a real fucking like. It's like, I think yeah. it's funny that people, it's, it's everyone's comment is like, it's either, it's like, not everything is going to be Endgame. Like, why are people's expectations, like expectations so high? And I think it's funny because it's like, who said Endgame was the goal? Like, I don't know why people think that's like the goal for every movie. But I think it's also like a thing where it's like they kind of shoot themselves in the foot where they're like they're hyping Ant-Man 3 as like this big event. Like it's like Ant-Man 3. Everyone's got to see Ant-Man 3. It's the big like Kang's here. It's like this big event. And then it's like people are like, oh, you expected it. You expected Endgame. It's like they hyped it up like Endgame. Yeah. It should have at least been like Endgame. Like it's like, yeah, like you can't just you can't market a movie like another movie. And people be like, <laughs> you can't expect it to be like that movie. It's like, yeah, no. yeah. They, you know, and it's just like it's so weird to like to to move the bar and like try to define like what these movies are because i and i was gonna i was gonna make a video on like this specifically because i i just keep seeing i i have to keep like defending this topic and making the same exact point over and over again but it's like mm-hmm people people are gonna be like oh no well like you're watching marvel movies like don't don't expect the dialogue to be this good but it's like these same people who who are enjoying marvel movies despite what they think is like bad dialogue are going to turn around and say x y and z is a bad movie because of bad dialogue when it fits what the movie is supposed to be like like and again i always bring this up because like i'm a rom-com defender but it's like you know what i mean like they do it with rom-coms they do movies that are campy and like at least those are playing into it like at least like with twilight it's like this is camp like this is like fun silly dialogue oh yeah it's like not you're not that like ant-man and the wasp quantumania is not like it, that's not the point and it's like you could say that the dialogue isn't meant to be taken seriously or whatever but like but you know what i mean it's like what is exactly yeah. like what is the thing is so i think it's i think i talked about this i made a video about how marvel is has forgotten how fantasy works like on a fundamental level on like a writing standpoint um because when you're talking about like um like dialogue like weird dialogue or like it's not even weird dialogue it's just like Honestly, it's just bad dialogue with Marvel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like people are trying to like defend it, whatever. It's just bad. Um, but I think it's like a lot of the issues with Marvel's dialogue. We didn't even talk about like Modoc as a character, but I, t- I basically used Modoc as my kind of character to kind of talk about to kind of talk about the whole arching like problem. Uh, yeah. Because Marvel is inherently weird. Like it's a comic book franchise. You're going to have weird characters. Um, like, yeah, the main character is Ant-Man. Like, he's, it's like, okay. So, you just can't, every, you have to treat your characters in this crazy world with, like, some level of, like, grounded way of talking, because they're in this world where every, like, they've, they've seen Thanos, they've seen dudes fly, they've seen dudes punch everything, and they still react to everything like they've never seen anything before. It is like yeah. everything has to be pointed out. It's like the it has to be pointed out and told to the audience that this is weird. That's it. Told the audience how to feel. Like yeah. they, you see Modok and you laugh at him. 
to tell the audience to laugh at him because it's it's like it's like everything has to be pointed out and be like this is funny guys this is weird but it's like so it undermines the this like the the stakes of the film because if you have to stop and point out and tell the audience that this is weird and this is like this guy look at his weird face then you are you're undermining that character because we as the audience can we're like we're smart enough to be like hey that's funny he has a big head but the characters themselves have to be in this some level of groundedness where they're like actually talking about other things because there's a scene yeah because we we're obviously talking about spoilers where modok is dying and they're just <laughs> laughing at him the whole time and i think yeah. but it's like even like even if whatever you don't like that scene you know that but they're laughing at modok the whole time there's never a scene where modok is not laughed at and it's like what is this character for yeah. why like really because he is a com yeah he is like a comic relief character but like just because you're a comic relief character doesn't mean we like don't want yeah. you to still be like a, a well, literal character like, it's like, like what's the thing is someone commented on my my video because i'm talking about modok and i would say we're saying so something like modok's always been funny like modok's always been weird and i was like, yeah, yeah modok is a floating head of course he's always been funny but there's nothing else to his character like what there's not it's a, it's a one-dimensional character and the only dimension is point and laugh at him and that yeah. is just like really like that's yeah, but it's a lot of the, like it's literally all the characters in marvel are like basically just point and laugh at them or point yeah this character's job is to point and laugh at this guy like it's like every character is just a guy pointing and laughing at some other guy yeah and it goes into like how they how they cut like the because because i mentioned this in my review as well like you because because i'm thinking of the modok thing and it's like obviously obviously the way that they point and laugh at him completely yep. like takes any emotion out of the scene or like makes you like feel any type of bad for him and it's like the same thing that i mentioned where i was like they their their humor as well is so effective at like ruining any of the tension any the movies tension. have yeah. like there's any any time there's like a scene that is at least like like makes you nervous like makes you a little sweaty and like on edge they're just like oh what if we just have a character walk across the screen and tell a tell a joke really quick to <laughs> so that yeah. you're not nervous yeah. about what's going on it's, anymore oh it's so bad I, I'm a huge fan of sci-fi and fantasy, and I think one of my favorite things about fantasy and stuff like that is you have these characters that are so otherworldly and so, like, weird, but you're watching mm -hmm. the movie and you forget about that kind of stuff. You, you forget yeah. about how weird this dude on the screen is because you believe him. You believe yeah. him and you want him to succeed in what he wants to succeed in. I mentioned Star Wars in my video and I was talking about there's weird ass characters in Star Wars. Um, like, but you care, like if you, like you, you kind of fall in love with them and you care about their story, but it's a difference yeah. with Marvel is they don't, there's no sense of belief. There is no yeah. sense of like these characters are like, like to like say Chewbacca, for example. Like Chewbacca yeah. is like a like a big like, doesn't even talk. <laughs> he's a big like hairy like thing, and they joke with him, but it's not to the point of like you like Chewbacca, you want Chewbacca yeah. to like go out and it's like if they just kick Chewbacca and like put him on a leash and like call him doggy the whole time and like it's just like there has to be some level of like uh, faith in your characters and more of like respect. Like there has to be some level of respect between yeah. characters um for the audience to respect them because if the characters on screen are not respecting them then the audience isn't respect them and then you're detached from the story and there's no emotional connection to these characters
Um, yeah. and I think that's kind of the fundamental issue with how Marvel writes like their fantasy sci-fi kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could get into a whole list of issues about yeah. how they write. There's, there's so many, there's so many issues, but I think that is for me, that's kind of my biggest issue recently is the way they do comedy and the way they treat their characters. They treat their characters like shit and they expect people to care about them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I is there I my list is exhausted now. I think that covers everything. I mean, and we did kind of talk about how it um how yeah. it works, I guess. I yeah, I mean, I guess I, I like I don't know. I'm really I'll probably see the next one just to talk cuz I think it's interesting. I think I think it should be talked about. I think it should be brought up that these are not yeah. like this is not acceptable um like quality at all because like it's this is Disney. Like this is yeah. like the biggest brand around this shit should not be like allowed yeah like do there should you, be riots in disneyland right now yeah. <laughs> do, do you think like okay because because you already mentioned like what you what you think would be like a better vision for how they make the movies yeah. do you do you think that there's like like what do you see the, the future, the future being as like for example like do you think that disney and and Marvel or whatever responds to the negativity this movie receives at all, or do you so, think that they just keep it rolling with Guardians of the Galaxy? They, they did push back the Marvels movie, yeah, like right as Ant Man, like right as Ant Man yeah. dropped, people were like this is ass. They push that shit back, so I yeah. think they are like going to be like, okay, we'll we'll take more time on the special effects, but I don't know if they're going to fundamentally change how they operate. Like I don't I don't see that happening. So I really don't like. I think maybe some people will be like, "Oh, Marvel's good again." When it, it's really like stale, the same like shit. That's the problem. Like this, it's, a, it's, it's such a fundamental issue with the way yeah. that they operate that I don't see it like being fixed. Like I don't see a Marvel yeah. movie that I will enjoy, ha like happening from this like this current like regime. Um, I hope, even if I like, I obviously I would hope. Like I would hope that they come out and be like. They make movies that I think are good, um, yeah. but I the 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 second like hope like if that if they can't make movies that I enjoy, I hope that they continue to make movies that other people enjoy, just on a smaller scale. Like I hope yeah. they make if they even though they, they 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 keep doing the same formula, if the budgets are a little smaller and they're not the number one movie every weekend, then that's yeah. fine. Like if 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 they want to still do this formula, just not make a billion dollars every time and yeah. be like and be like and be like kind of inevitable of, yeah it's just it's just i just feel like i just feel like there will continue to kind of um be this big conglomerate franchise until they kind of fizzle out yeah um i but i i'm in, like this is fascinating because i think ant-man is a big topic right now it's like everyone's like this is the worst marvel movie and like is marvel dying i think that is i think that's good i think that is good that yeah. it's happening because it can either go in two directions or like there's like there's, or maybe three but like there's like a couple directions you can go in there now this is like a point this yeah. is this is a, it's important point for marvel because yeah. people are reacting very negatively to this they said black panther i didn't see it the wakanda forever but people are like oh this is pretty good but they really hit Thor. like the, a lot like yeah. the recent ones have been very like hit or miss yeah. which um i think that is interesting to see where they kind of pivot for that 
Yeah, and it doesn't really matter either, like, if it actually is the worst Marvel movie or not. It's really just about, like, the dialogue that it generates. And I do want to mention specifically because yeah. of the particle, um, we could we could get into some of these because um, uh, we're going to we're going to react to at least I have a couple like yeah. tweets, tweets and reviews and stuff like yeah. pulled up that that we could yeah. that we could react to and give our opinion on. And one of them actually mentions that. But I did want to start with the thing that I was um, that I was mentioning before about how people um, consume like, <laughs> like how people view Marvel movies as like the only movies almost because yeah. I saw. I saw a TikTok and and someone and by the way we're not gonna like we're we're not yeah. gonna mention like who made any of the like this of is like completely anonymous <laughs> yeah. and, and we don't you know whatever yeah, yeah. if you made if you're the person go yeah. to see my TikTok and I'll tell <laughs> <yell at> people. <laughs> No, but like, um, but there was one where it was like, it was like me telling people the rules to watching a Marvel movie, oh, and, okay. and like in in That's theaters, good. in theaters, right? And okay. and listen, listen to some of these rules and tell yeah, me, me that. I'm, like, I mean, I'm all ears. Let me okay. hear these rules. So, so the first one, the first one is no bathroom breaks, right? Which no bathroom to, breaks. To, to be fair, if you're a person who enjoys movies, you're not leaving the theater to go. To yeah, the you gotta you gotta hold them. Like, Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so so far one for one on. I mean, on unless you're going to see Avatar, because you will be going seeing it again. So. It's... <laughs> yeah. No, but like when you. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a normal. When like, you think about yeah, it, normal, yeah. normal movie yeah, theater. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, number two, no talking. Hmm. I wonder. Yep, okay. I wonder normal, what else normal, no talking applies to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, number three. So far, no... those are two that I do. So. I'm yeah. Doing good. Number I number three. Go the next no Marvel yeah okay no, no. i'm crushing it i don't know about you i'm crushing it you think of this list like when you look at this list right, yeah. literally just Is that it no there's more but it's like okay me, looking <laughs> at that i want to hear them <laughs> these rules are just the rules at a movie theater yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> can i can we hear the like, rest of them yeah some of these are kind of more marvel oriented like number four is um if there's a cheer worthy moment you better cheer which is ridiculous <laughs> by the way uh, the um, you better cheer is hilarious yeah oh, i love um, this you guys you gotta send me this video after this <laughs> no but it's like um oh, this is great that, that one's, people make that the best content on that app i i love that TikTok. it's it's silly too you better it, cheer the cheer yeah the marvel invent the cheer moment i guess maybe not invented no, but like they capitalize really. like that cheer moment is kind of the Marvel moment now well, because those yeah. people go crazy. <laughs> they, that's the thing that I brought up. It's like they they play into it more where like they like ask you to cheer, but this isn't like some well, new Marvel, thing. You know Marvel I mean? edits like, their movie. No, no, but yeah, Marvel, I think I would say that Marvel is the first like studio or I guess the first movies to edit their movies. I, unless I'm like unfamiliar with something else. Please let me know. But Marvel, at, like, there was the moment in Spider-Man No, Spider-Man no Way Home. Spoilers for yeah. that movie. Uh, where, where like, the Andrew comes out of the portal, and mm -hmm. there's, like, this pause. Yeah, for people to cheer. Yeah. It's, like, and, and if you watch it, like, at home, it's really awkward because can... it's, like, he literally pops out, and he, like, pauses so people yeah. can cheer. And it's, like, what other... I don't know. Probably like there's other movies where like it's like he like makes a landing and it's like it's like slow. But that movie is just so obviously in like the editing decision is so obviously there because they know yeah. people are gonna like cheer. They even it's do insane. it. They even do it after like later on in the movie when all three of the Spider Men are together and they like do that yeah. little swing. They do the swinging thing before they fight and then they land yeah. and they all like are just stood there after they <laughs> land for like five seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. 
It's like so funny because the only like editing decision that Marvel has ever made in the past 20 years to like actually like like this the only like critical editing decision is so stupid and only there so they can have like pause for laughs is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like and and I brought this up when I when I when I made that same Marvel video I was referring to earlier was like yeah. people people act like this is, you know, something incredibly unique yeah. for Marvel to be doing and I'm like for yeah, of course like the pausing for laughter or like pausing for cheers or whatever is like obnoxious, but it's like but people act like like big blockbuster movies that people line up for that like people are super engaged with like didn't exist before marvel you know what i mean oh, and yeah, i brought yeah. this up, i brought this up in my video and i was like do people i mean obviously probably people who are like young and marvel's audiences don't remember this because they were like barely born but like not i shouldn't say barely born but but when the, marvel's when, audience like, was yeah, not when, born <laughs> let's be no, clear but, <laughs> I don't know if people remember, but like going to theaters to see the last Harry Potter movie. Oh yeah. Like you realize how loud excitable that crowd was watching like that final battle in the Harry they, Potter. Like this is some, oh, yeah. some unique thing that Marvel created for people to get excited while watching a movie, like for a for a packed that's theater. Where, that's the biggest hit. That's a sad thing for me, is I think um I think Marvel kind of owns the like it's like it's like a neighborhood almost the movie neighborhood yeah. and marvel owns like the whole block of like the big like m like 99 of this block of like the big budget fantasy sci-fi movies because yeah. we like we got like the matrix like the lord of the rings like harry potter like all of these like big franchises and then marvel kind of just ate it all up to the yeah. point of like we're only getting marvel and it is the same director kind of style and it's the same studio and it's the same fucking actors every 10 like two years and it's like we're instead of getting more i mean i hate to you know hate to bring up harry potter at the, at the time like this but yeah. but you you instead of getting more harry potters and matrixes and lord of the rings we're getting just a billion marvel movies and i know we're yeah. getting we're getting um, Avatar, which I'm so glad that Avatar is coming out now because I think Avatar coming out and then Ant-Man coming out a couple months later is like, this shit looks like ass. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, but I, I, yeah, I know. You want more Avatars, you want more Lord of the Rings, you want more Matrixes, and you want less Ant-Man Quantumanias. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the the last take, once again, just a completely yeah, normal a movie. movie thing. Stay until the very end of the credits, which for Marvel's sake uh, is yeah, just, that pretty much just means watch the whole movie. Um, you know what I and mean? I, I like, hate, I am, I don't know how you feel about, I think that stupid end credit shit is the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> and I, and I was watching, I was watching split like a week or two ago and they do like an end credit scene kind of thing. But yeah. M night says, I'm not going to fuck around. It's just at the end of the movie. Like, it's just like, yeah. we have this little end scene and it's like, it's like this, you see split, like the split logo comes up. And then it happens, and then you get the credits. And it's like, yeah. it's it's like, yeah. If you want to do a little like little you know teaser thing at the end, sure. But fucking yeah. just put it at the end of the movie. Yeah, like, like, why are we waiting ten? Wait, right. wait ten yeah. minutes. Like, like it's it's either at the movie or it's like it's basically it's like a teaser at the end of the movie. Like it's not even a part of the movie. It's like because uh, the the glass like the split whatever scene at the end. That's a part of the movie. That's like a part of the runtime. This yeah. is just like an added little Chuck E. Cheese moment. And I yeah. and I just think it's I don't know it's again it just feels like 
devaluing the art as whatever. Yeah. Um, the next, the next one I had, which to be fair, we could kind of skip this one because we already talked about it, but it's kind of just about how like someone, someone saying that like people are um, complaining that every MCU project is not like end game level good and you need to lower your bar, which is like, again, like the, the fact that you need to set a prerequisite for a movie and be like, Oh, like, let's just lower the bar for this one. Just just lower your expectations. It's like, it's just a, it's just such a wild way to have to view movies. Yeah. I know. Again, we talked about this a little but I think it's funny because I think Marvel kind of themselves as like a company or like whatever Disney, um, they feel like they have this sense of urgency where it's like we did Endgame and Endgame was so big and Endgame was everyone loved Endgame. And yeah. now they even know they they even though they know that they have to start fresh, like that they have to start small again, they have this feeling of they're impatient. The fans are impatient. So they have they have this weird like feeling of needing to hype up their movies like it's the next end game, which is ultimately like I don't know. I feel like Marvel at this point is shooting themselves in the foot a lot. Because I think yeah. they're 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 putting out seven movies, two TV shows a year, and they're hyping every movie up like it's the next big thing, which is inherently making people um less interested in having a bad experience with the movie. Yeah, absolutely um okay this <laughs> this is yeah. kinda, i, I kind of wanted to mention this before because i already we already kind of like glossed over it a little bit but it's like the someone someone was like talking about the ant-man and the wasp like quantumania rotten tomato score being so low and they were like and they were like oh because you know you can't trust fucking rotten tomatoes and yeah. it's like i and this is what i was saying before where it's like there's i said this to you before we were recording i think right where it's like there's no there's no like overlap between these two not that there's no overlap like obviously people can enjoy movies critically and still like the mcu or whatever but it's like why are are you as like this this diehard marvel movie fan who who doesn't care what critics have to say why do you constantly go back to being like oh well like rotten tomatoes is meaningless because this one has a 45 percent on rotten tomatoes it's like why do you care like why are you concerned about because it's like yeah there's no there's no like alignment between how somebody who like like if you just want to watch the movie for fun and you don't care about watching movies critically like what do you expect rotten tomatoes to be you know what i mean it's a it's a conglomerate of of critics reviews like like it's i think it's fine i've I've said this before and i kind of will stay on this forever i think um but i think it's funny i think um you either can go into the movie with like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say critic cap, but you can you can either go in the movie and like think about it like with like some actual brain, like you can think about it with deeper, and yeah. then I think you can talk about it deeper and um think like take other people's deeper opinions into it. But if you're just going into it for entertainment and nothing else, and you just want to have fun, then why do you care about what other people are saying, or why do you want to? Then you can't go online and be like try to talk critically about it because you didn't interact with the movie critically so it's yeah. it's everybody i think it happens a lot with the marvel kind of space because if i'm going to the movie and i'm gonna go to, i'm gonna go to the movie critically i'm gonna go talk about it critically but then you're gonna go to the movie just for fun and kicks and giggles and you know yeah. not like you know with your your friend or whatever why do you care or why do you come on and drop comments like why like i don't know it's just like it's just it's so weird because yeah. if you're like if you're not going to care about the actual issues at hand while watching it why do you care when you leave the theater like why all of a sudden it's like a big thing and another thing that i want to mention that goes along with this is like 
it's it's really frustrating that people kind of create this narrative that someone who watches movies critically or with a critical lens like whatever that means means they can't like which means they can't enjoy movies or like have fun watch you know what i mean it's like just like you could watch the movie and be like i think this is a bad movie it doesn't mean that like we don't like go watch movies that are like silly or like like you know what i mean like fun like camping movies and we're like there's always there were so there's there's the dumb like there's those dumb like stupid videos where it's like I'm sorry I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder. I didn't want to watch a four hour movie of a pigeon. Yeah. But it's like it's like what movies do you think we are watching? Like it's like they're like it's like what are these movies? (laughs) They always describe a movie that that's never been made. They always describe a movie that has never existed. It always it always feels like there's it's either zero or a hundred. there's no people think there's nothing in between. It is like and it's also like it's like there's, it, I don't know. It's just like, cause I, um, I was watching an old, I was watching a Fritz Lang movie, um, mm-hmm. yesterday and I was, um, and I, I thought it was, I, I really enjoyed it, but it's like, it was like, yeah, that's not the most entertaining movie I've ever seen. Like it's not the most entertaining two hours I've ever seen, but I really liked it because I, like, I find there's other things that I can find that are like important to me than just entertainment. And I feel yeah. like people are like, as long as it entertained me, it was good. And I was like, if that's all that matters to you, that is fine. But don't tell me that that is all that matters for everyone. Because yeah. that's, just, like, that's just like, it's just like, that's just entertainment for you. That's fine. I yeah. just like art. And like, that's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, 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 it's like, because it's also just like, yeah, like you, you compare it to like other art forms, you know what I mean? And it's like, people aren't going to like, like like these same these same people right they're not going to go they're not going to go to to an art gallery and look at paintings and be like i'm just here to look at these paintings for entertainment you know what i mean it's like no <laughs> like people do that because they like want to engage with the paintings yeah. and they and they care about the art and whatever and it's like movies are, no, are yeah, art it's, like, it's it, tough. It, it exists for the same reason it's like, I, think the, <laughs> I think the film community and the the movie space is really hard to kind of talk into and talk about because i think it is the only kind of art form that is so directly tied to money and entertainment. And when people yeah. try to talk about it, there's just so many, it's like, I don't know, people just approach it in so many different ways. And I'm not saying there's a good or wrong place. I just don't think that if you approach it from this lens, that you should be like, actually, like, I don't know. It just feels like the people sitting at the kid's table <laughs> trying to like tell the adults how to cut their fucking steak. It's just like, yeah i you know it's uh yeah and there's just like a lot of <laughs> there's just a lot of things about it that are frustrating i don't know it's like just come on. I, yeah the other thing I, is like you can do those things effectively like you can make a fun silly like just for entertainment movie that is uh, like yeah effective. Uh, like, i said you know this earlier I mean? we watched we watched ghost rider last night which is a movie that people ghost rider of spirit of vengeance which is a movie that has a 1.9 on letterbox and people hate like it's like it's funny because it's like a it's a marvel movie before it's like i think it came in 2011 so it's just right around the time that marvel was starting um like that kind of iron man era but it came out 2011 and people hate it and people think it's really bad and i've seen it on like worst movies of all time list and i think that movie is really good because i had lots of fun with it and i think it's shot in interesting ways and i think it's fun and i think there's a real person making a movie there and I just think it's interesting because a lot of people on my comments, when I talk about how I don't like Bullet Train or I don't like certain movies, they're like, this guy can't have fun. 
which is interesting yeah. because a lot of my favorite movies are like this is really fun and it's like a real person made it yeah. that's like that's all, <laughs> it's like you, like how do these people think we got into movies you know what i mean yeah, it's like it's like, like it's like we have like our like professor glasses on and we're yeah, like, we're like watching like this every, it's like it's the other thing i was talking about like zero to 100 it's like I watch silent movies and I like silent movies. I like I watch old movies and I like old movies. But it's like they think that we only watch silent movies or old movies. It's like we only watch one kind of movie and it's the only movie we watch because we're like I don't know. We can't have fun. We don't like fun. It's it's I don't know. It's it's so yeah. silly. It feels like uh, it, a lot of people. It's like they can only be on one side. They can only be interested in one thing. They can't be diverse and they can't branch out. And I think kind of being in one only being in one kind of pool or whatever is, is harmful. And I think and you're not going to experience other things. And obviously yeah, what, you only through, look through one lens um, is bad. Cause how are you going to know this is the best lens or like how this is the best stuff? How are you going to know? Like this is how you're not going to, I don't know. Exploration is so important. And I think you should try to branch out and try different things because like, that's how yeah. you learn new things. And that's how you gain, you learn new things about yourself and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are really stuck in like watching the same kind of stuff over and over again yeah it's why it's also the same thing with like it, it reminds me of like my my list of favorite movies and like kind of like the 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 jumps that the list takes yeah, you know yeah. what i mean but because it's like i enjoy these things for different reasons you know what i mean i think we were yeah. talking the other day yeah. I, I, about how like um how the two the two movies next to each other on my list of favorite movies are la and and the fault in our stars and it's like yeah these movies can't be further from each other you know what i mean but it's like obviously i like these movies for two completely different reasons and it's like i can just enjoy both like i'm weighing these movies based on how much i like them not like that i only view movies yeah this one way. well that's i don't that's why i don't even have my top i have like a top 50 i think but it's not ranked yeah. because it's like I, I I had it ranked before, but for me it was like these movies. I like the, I appreciate these movies and like these movies for so completely different reasons. But it's kind of impossible to rank where it's almost like this point of like it was like if you had something that was five through ten and you had eleven through fifteen or whatever, you could almost swap these and it would be fine. But it was the fact that yeah. these were in the right order. It was like it was like if this yeah. if this was next to this guy, like if this was in front of this guy, it was fine but I honestly could have slipped this guy over. It's like, it's like, I just, I don't know. Everything is just, I love these for different reasons. Yeah. Um, that it's like, I don't know. There's so many ways to appreciate and like a movie. And I think a lot of people are only like, as long as it makes me entertained, then it is yeah. good. And I think we well, should like, be about things. Yeah, it's, it's totally, again, it's totally but, fine. It's, again, it's totally yeah, but fine. Don't, but then, but, and don't, but at the don't same time, me, critics when it's, it's like, like, this is, yeah. This it's movie, funny because it's movie. funny that people like, that people that people want to just the people that only want people to be entertained want to be critics which i think is backwards yeah i think if just like i don't know if you think it's like if you are only here to watch a movie and have fun and be entertained go for yeah. it i just don't think that you should try and be like like i don't know not, not try to not even try to be critics just not even like just don't like leave comments trying to be critic like it's like not even like a, make an account or it just like why are you leaving a critical comment if you're you're just having fun like if you're having fun just go yeah. have fun like just leave me alone <laughs> yeah i don't know it's uh, we could talk about that for a while as well um, oh yeah I, oh yeah I have, uh, I have a couple yeah i have a couple more we could we could fire through another one this is the, the this one i just thought <laughs> was funny um but it's the most popular review on letterboxd right now for anna okay. watch quantum mania and the, i just want to read the first line that's like beginning to think the mcu is a money laundering front because where is the uh, budget yes, going yes, yes, yes. 
and I think we kind of, I think we kind of mentioned this like before, where it's like uh, this is kind of what I was saying about like the spectacle thing, where it's like this movie has, like these movies have budgets that no other action movie has, and somehow they look like this. Um, well, not yeah, just it the becomes... action, but like literally everything that goes into it. I, yeah, I don't know. I think um, a big issue with that is I think Marvel knows their audience and their audience is impatient. I'm not, I mean, I could say impatient children. It's impatient people in general. Um, and they know they have, they have to push out stuff and they have, they have these big budgets, but it is not, the budgets aren't being used um, like smart. And it is smart, but it's, it's not, let's make the best movie possible budget it is how can we make an acceptable movie as fast as possible budget it is we're going to use our budget to get this movie out and like looking okay yeah. it's not because you you look at something like avatar which also is a huge budget but they said james cameron was like i'm gonna wait 13 years until the the, the stuff like the the i'm gonna like make tech i'm gonna make technology so that this is looking as like as best as it can and then marvel will be like we're gonna make a movie in six months and ship that shit out and you're gonna like it um which is a different approach there yeah yeah absolutely um (laughs) uh i don't even (laughs) i i hate I hate that I um, have to read this one because this is kind of oh. what I was talking about before. Um, but someone's review kind of goes into like, like they, they this is a positive review of Ant-Man and the Watch Quantum. Okay, okay. shut up positive and, reviews for Ant-Man. Yeah, and the, the end of their review goes into like, also this movie is very pro-revolutionary, advocating <laughs> for breaking the law if it means doing the right thing. Must be protecting houseless rights, like all yeah, this like revolution. Like, Cassie, my favorite. Yeah, protecting like oppressed people, and it's like, I mean, again, we don't have to go into detail about this, but this is already what I kind of mentioned. It's like these movies are not. How many, um, how many stars? Not, um, that was a four star review. All right, um, all right. but out. it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like like the, and then they end it by they're like, is Ant Man the most progressive series in the MCU? I think so. It's like, oh, bro, come on, <laughs> like. They might be right. Maybe Ant Man is the most progressive one. Does that yeah, does that mean small people and big people? Anything the MCU? You know what I mean? Like does yeah, does it yeah. mean anything? Ant Man is the most progressive. It's like these are not. It comes down like these. You know, like you're talking about. You're talking. You're talking about movies that are that are distinctly like overtly pro u.s military movies, and then you're like, oh, but this movie shows a revolution, so it must be progressive. Mm-hmm like what are we yeah. talking about you're talking about the, the biggest military movie like the biggest budget military propaganda that exists and you're like yeah but what about it being pro-revolute come on like what are we, what are we doing it's just it's just so like i don't know it's it's whatever like if if that's what you get out of the movie it's fine but it's i just feel like it's so misguided and so misplaced like it's just not yeah. not the the take that you think it is um but it's fine um and then the last one i have um was a tweet that I saw um, saying, I think the real takeaway from Quantumania having a way lower score than Ant-Man and the Wasp is that MCU movies may finally be starting to get rated fairly and that we're past the phase of mid to garbage movies getting nothing lower than like 70% because they're in the MCU, which um, I think well, is yeah. like, you know. again, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's, I do think that the rating is, 
fair. And I do think that there's definitely other Marvel movies that could have a significantly lower um, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but it kind of goes back to that conversation we were talking about where it's like, who is this for? You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, like so with on Letter, I think Letterbox has a two point nine right now. Um, and I I think it's I think it's way too high for that movie. Uh, but I do think that it's like also I talk, I talk about I, I tweeted about this and I'm talking about this a lot online because I, I I remember I remember seeing a tweet under uh, George Movie and Stuff's account. He was talking about uh, he was watching Lady in the Water and he was like now watching Lady in the Water and someone commented under it. He was like, I don't know how you watch these low-rated movies because Lady in the Water has 2.4 because I would never watch something that low. And I talk, I, I, I kind of responded to that because I was like, I don't know. It just feels like you should totally, if like it's a movie looks like interesting to you, I think you should totally watch it. I think ratings should not be um, your kind of like whatever. It shouldn't make you want to watch a movie or not want to watch a movie because I think with, especially like you see something like Ant-Man and Quantumania, Anyone can log on and make a letterbox count, right? So if you're six years old and you really like Ant-Man and the Quantumania and you get five stars, that affects the rating. Like if all these like, little jimmies get online and make letterboxes and give it five stars, it's going to have a higher rating than it should. And, and yeah. then you have something like, um, like I don't know, I'm, not, I'm on my head right now. I mean, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I know on Letterboxd. Yeah, exactly. That's a, just read it. That's a great um thing. So everyone's like, oh, I can't read it back because I love Toby Maguire. I'm not gonna rate it so low. Whatever. There's like all these like things that go into the rating, and especially with something like Letterbox, which I love the app, but it the it's a communal rating of all kinds of people. So how are you going to tell how is the world going to tell you how to feel about a movie that you haven't even seen? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is a weird. It is a weird way. But yeah, to, I think to... I, all the Marvel movies are kind of like a like just a little bit too high. Um, I think a lot. Some of them yeah. are like way too high. But I think all of them are gonna get spiked because um, Marvel fans are just gonna all Marvel fans are gonna be like all like there's gonna be people that just have five stars for every Marvel movie because they yeah. love Marvel. And that's the only movie they watch. And then there's gonna be like I think also there's other movies that are probably gonna get like negative kind of reception because. Uh, like there's like a movie um, like Wavelength I think has a 3.4, um, and that's like a 45. Uh, it's a great movie by Michael Snow, but a lot of people I all the like the comments are like I watched this in film school and I was like it felt like I was forced to watch it, and yeah. those people those people that shouldn't have watched the movie like, I'm not I hate to say because people hate when I say they shouldn't have watched the movie but it was like yeah. those are people that the movie wasn't that's it's not really a movie for them. So they're gonna give it yeah. a lower rating because there was like I they watched it at a time where they were not interested in it. So like there's all these different um cases that kind of go in it's case by case scenario with movies on letterbox so i think um you should not like that should not be a thing that kind of goes in your head when you're picking a movie yeah looking at stuff like that yeah i agree um all right that's all the takes i have um we can we can wrap up on ant-man yeah and shout out yeah. ant-man <laughs> yeah i mean and again if you like the you movie think, hey, you think we're gonna Ant-Man four or is he done? Because I thought I thought they were gonna kill his ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I thought true. it was like Paul Rudd is getting up there. Ant-Man, like how many yeah. more Ant-Mans you have? You also like, like you bring in this young ant girl, ant girl. Yeah. <laughs> you bring Ant Girl in, you know, and Ant-Man yeah, is getting old. And you also it's like you bring in Jonathan Majors, you want to show how powerful he is, kill Ant-Man. 
but it was like no yeah. we want ant-man here forever you know but i you know i don't know, yeah. I don't know. Just, we'll, we'll see what direction yeah we'll talk about it on ant-man 4 podcast episode <laughs> ant-man 4 and the quantum kids we'll yeah. see that's like episode that. 100 or something episode <laughs> that's, that's yeah um but anyway yeah episode uh, seven thousand. well doug will still not be here <laughs> doug, just <laughs> return. doug just has to catch a, another stray before the episode ends. <laughs> um, but yeah doug, you can you can let asleep. us know what you thought of the movie if you if you like the movie that's that's fine too um but next week we're gonna be talking about cocaine bear and we're also going to be talking about some potentially some other movies with uh, killer animals as the antagonist. Uh, So we'll see you next week.